Yo, what's happening, everybody? Thanks again for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. Um, we're on volume number three. I would say the quarantine lean, but, you know, the quarantine is officially over with. They say that, that the uh, COVID is officially over with. So I guess we're back on episode number one. But we're going to go ahead and kick it off like this. Um, I want to talk about the digital experience that African-Americans have struggled with and social media. If anyone has followed the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast, I have always been critical about the power of social media and how we as a people can use it as a tool for um, better outcomes for communication, innovation, as well as entertainment. But it seems to me at this point in time that it's bringing out the worst in us. And the reason why I'm saying this is because if you go on any social media website or application, whatever it is, anything that's uh, video enhanced, it's not going to take long for you to see something vulgar or a lot of money or someone talking about gang culture, drug culture, or explaining different scenarios um, as far as prison life, violence, um, the no snitch code. It's just a lot of things going on. And I pay close attention to these things. And it's being done so much that we're not even realizing that it's being done to our detriment. I saw a video today where a young man was gunned down in front of his children. And it was so graphic to see that And the man is crawling and his children are constantly trying to crawl over him. And the person that's shooting at him is so enraged at the time that he didn't care about the children. And it's like, number one, someone videoed this and they uploaded it. And now this is circulating around for millions and millions of people to see. And me being an adult, of course, I was very uncomfortable with that image. Another black man being gunned down by the hands of another black man. 
And as I'm doing this and as I'm visualizing this, I'm visualizing this from a concerned person standpoint. But in some other areas, people are looking at this as what? As entertainment. Some people are digesting the video and they're probably saying to themselves, you know what, this is how you really do what they call slide on your op. And I thought about this today because I'm like, this this is bringing the worst out of us. I could guarantee you right now there is some black woman that is saying with no shame about the amount of bodies that she has. And when I say bodies, I mean the amount of people that she slept with that was strictly transactional. Meaning that somebody could fly her out, buy her a Gucci bag and, a, you know, put $10,000 in her pocket. And she is floating herself or flaunting herself as being the prize because some other man has paid her. And in her mind, as she's explaining this, she's also giving off of the vibe that she's important, that she's established, and that she has value. I want to break that down just for a moment that she's important, that she's entitled. And she has value. This is all over social media. And then there is also another group of women, black women, that's saying, you know what, girl, that's right. Break these dumb, break these dumb simps out here. You go, girl. I mean, they rooting for her. And the moment that someone tries to step up and tell that young lady, you know what, what you're doing. It's not smart. You're selling yourself short. Then there's a just a corral of people. Oh, 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 you know, um, what she doing ain't wrong. And it's her body. And this is this. I mean, and they are. Adding on to encourage what? Negative behavior. This is all over social media. There's also a message that's being pushed. To black men. Oh yeah, I'm going there today. We're talking about the detriment of a community that we're seeing 
collapse right before our eyes. Because I've said this before, I don't care what's going on in the world. For whatever reason, our voices vibrate the most. Whether it's positive or negative, when we speak, for whatever reason, people listen all over the world. So if we have this much influence all over the world, imagine what these images are doing to who? Children. I'm going to cut that out. I'm going to cut that short because this is something else that I wanted to touch on. That's also being broadcast all over social media. R.I.P. Kevin Samuels, by the way. A lot of a lot of the things that he talked about, I agree with. The high value man. Telling men to, you know what, you you have to become a better version of yourself and you do this by getting skills, uh, by dressing better, presenting yourself with image and different things like that. But there is also something else that's being talked about. And this all goes together. It's telling black men. Or for some black men that are in a certain area. That they shouldn't. Consider. Marrying a woman with a child. And it's a lot of black men that are starting to view things that way. And I just think. That in certain cases, that's wrong. And that if we want to really, really pick up our our community as men. Right, because this is what this is what every this is what people are really, really leaving out in all of this. Right. In our community, this is something that's not being talked about. I can guarantee you, you could go on any podcast, you could go on any. I would say about a good 97 percent of podcasts. They're not talking about the community in large, the community as a whole. And what is a man's responsibility? The men as a whole, what are our responsibility? We supposed to do what? Number one thing is we're supposed to lead. Number two is we're supposed to build. Number three is we're supposed to protect. And number four We're supposed to do what? Create. 
lives. But let's just go back to the protect part. If men are not talking about protecting women and children. Ladies and gentlemen, we have an issue. We have an issue, ladies and gentlemen. See, this narrative about lowering the value of black men, because that's what you're doing. Whenever you're telling yourself that, hey, you know what? If that woman has one child, she's not going to be for me. And I'm going to also go into this and I'm going to come back. One of the things, another thing that's all over social media is this. Black women are constantly saying, guess what? They don't need a what? A man. They definitely don't want a black man. You want to know why? Because with everything that I just stated, they're thinking that, hey, look, no one is going to be over me. So as a result of that, no one could lead me. No one, if I get with you, then you can't tell me what to do with my child. See? It's all a it's all a it's all a downgoing cycle. And these things are being amplified because that's all people see over and over and over and over again. Until their minds are not able to digest anything else and just say, hey, look, I'm tired of hearing this. I get it. It's a form of what? Programming. If you're constantly hearing these things. So guess what? What is a teenage boy? Going to think of it of a single mother. I think we need to change the narrative of that. I really do. But. What we don't do. And this is never. We're in a state of emotional responses. This is something else that we see on social media. And we can see our community again crumbling right in front of our face. Social media is playing a big part in bringing down our community. It's bringing the worst out of us. You never see black women and black men doing what? Working together. It's all a competition. It's all a competition because, hmm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure why. That's a that's a good question. But for whatever reason, people don't want to work together for the same cause. Now, I could go into that. 
Because you know what? You got black women um, that's worried about women's rights. You got black women that's worried about uh, gay rights. Same thing. You got black men who's worried about that as well. You got um, black women talking about veganism. You got black men talking about veganism. You got black people talking about everything else except the betterment of who? Black people. Ain't that something? You got black people that's, that will literally hate somebody or dislike them or disown them if they say that they're Republican and vice versa for Democrat. Or if they say, you know what, I'm a Muslim or I'm a Christian or I'm this. Or, when are we going to start talking about What's better for us as a people? Huh? When are we going to start talking about that? When are we going to start, start talking about as a whole? You know what? Hey, look, we don't want to hear. This is what we don't hear on social media. The important things. Hey, man, you know what? I thought y'all just said last year that there was not, that there was not enough money for reparations. I thought y'all just said that, but here we are and we've seen the United States debt go up. The highest it's ever been in history. I thought y'all said that if y'all paid us $1 trillion or $1 billion, that it would break the United States. Y'all just told us that. But as soon as y'all decided to go to war or support Ukraine or whatever they was doing in Russia, then you know what? Y'all just threw out the front sink. As soon as COVID came down, you know what? Hey, everybody get money. I thought y'all just told us that. See, we're not answering these questions. And see, the thing that I don't understand is, is that. And this is what we see on social media or this is what we don't see on social media. Hold on. What? So we are constantly at black, black women and black men are constantly at each other's throats about whose fault it is that somebody didn't take out the trash or they're not having enough sex. But you won't say, well, we're constantly dying off of what? High blood pressure and diabetes. What happened to those conversations? What happened to black women die the most out of all nationalities when they're having kids? Where's the smoke at? Oh, man. Where's the smoke at for that? Where is the smoke when we talk about Cancer, prostate cancer, and breast cancer, and how the numbers have elevated. Oh, you want to know why we're not having these conversations? Because guess what? We can't point our finger at a black man and a woman for that. And that's, see, we're easily influenced to infight. And I believe. 
that the information that we're intaking is affecting us mentally and it's giving us a natural, a natural appetite to do it. A natural appetite to be vulgar. A natural appetite to encourage young girls, you know, what to hate, to do what? To have multiple partners. And I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about no, no, um, uh, I'm talking about some of these, some of these girls out here at 18, 19, been with 10 people. Oh yeah. This is what's being encouraged. Oh, yeah. But we're all the feminists when that's when that's being talked about. Yeah, y'all. We have these people that are out here. We get the message. And guess what? They already know. You know what? Once once black people get a hold of some. Oh, it's going to be delivered. The marketing dollars. The marketing dollars. It's going to be through the roof. I told y'all a long time ago, if y'all was listening to me and the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast, y'all would have already understood. I told y'all that Black Lives Matter thing. It sounded good. The basis of it wasn't right. They're saying, and I've heard allegedly. There's a lot of different things going on with that. That they broke or something like that. And the people that started it just lost control of it and it was co-op from there. You see what I'm saying? See, we're not talking. We where are the conversations at about liberation and freedom. Where are the conversations at about, hey, man, look, we want to buy five acres and we want to move 30 people on five acres. Or 20 people on five acres. This is our land. This is our compound. This is going to have at least five families in it. And this is what we're going to build off of and create our own legacy. Where where are really these conversations happening at? Because I know maybe in the bottom percent of social media. And black social media, but for the most part, they ain't worried about that. They worried about Will and Jada. They worried about Gabrielle and Dwayne and they child. And they're. Looking at their value system and how they run their and how they run their household. And they're trying to say, you know what? Yay or nay. There used to be a time that we as a people could say that we conducted ourselves. What different. Than any other nationality. Our children's carried themselves. What different. Now you can see all over social media. 
black children assaulting teachers, hitting teachers. Because guess what? They're not getting the discipline at home. I don't care what nobody say. You know what? Guess what? If your child. And this is something else that we do that we. This is happening right in front of our eyes. See, you could talk. Anybody could talk a whole lot. Well, you know, these kids and these kids. No, 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 no. These parents. Don't have no spine. You weak. And see what's really going on and nobody really wants to talk about. The reason why the parenting has gotten softer is because guess what? A lot of these people want to come home and have them a low key party going on. It's four, five, six other people that's in the crib at 10 and 11 o'clock. The music is damn near blasting. Somebody sitting back smoking a cigarette. Somebody maybe over there smoking a blunt. They playing dominoes, this and this and this. So when they child comes up to them, oh, you know what? Go back in the room. These damn badass kids. Yeah. When really and truly your children should be sleep. And that music that you blasting should be long gone. And if you are having a drink, it should be in the comfort of your own bedroom. Children don't have no business seeing that. It is some kids that's coming home on a weekend and they see their mom and dad in the bed. And then all of a sudden, it's this other person that walks out the room. They're not used to that. Or the only example that they see when their father and their mother wakes up is at 12 noon. They may get up and go to um, get them up and walk them, you know, put on, put them some clothes and tell them they go to the bus right there. They don't even want to sit outside with them. Oh, yeah. It's, it happens. It, it happens every single day. And we wonder why. This is something that we're not talking about on social media. We wonder why that there's that black girls are the number one that's missing. Well, your damn parents said. Because what? We're supposed to do what? Protect the women and children. See, it's a different, it hit different, it hit different when we start talking about real responsibilities. Oh. We too we too worried about well who's gonna pay all the bills? What's gonna happen when the divorce comes? Now, nah, what about your responsibility? Oh, you mean to tell me I had that? See, ain't nobody out here really just really, really ready to get out here and have a real, real live, truthful situation. And if we really, really look at the state of black America, we will understand. That we're in a world of trouble and we don't even know why. So guess what? For all the black women that's out there. 
talking about they getting a the bag, they doing this, they doing that, they doing this. It's nothing but a delusional conversation. And I'm going to let you know why. Because guess what? If you went to college, oh, see, I know the scenario because I went to college myself. I paid my student loans. My check got garnished, actually. But I did it. I was working so much overtime. Thank the good Lord I was able to do it. But yeah, I did it. I paid them all off. It was horrible. But if you went to if you went to college and you you got that and you a CPA, just know you a hundred thousand in debt. Hmm. Or if you got that sociology degree, or if you got that early education degree that ain't finna pay you, or if you had to go back and get your masters and do all of this. Become to become a licensed uh, psychiatrist. You ain't finna see no money once you got out of school. You got your student loans to pay. And if you defer them. Then guess what? That money and interest is still going to be waiting on you later on. So it may look good on paper. Yeah, you went out and got that new that new car. See, this is what's all all over social media. If you look at them. If you look at us, oh, at any given time, you can see almost a quarter billion dollars on social media between Facebook, um, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok every day. But if we really start to pull back the layers, guess what? That car that you got, the interest on that is about 7%. You've overpaid the sticker price by almost $20,000. That apartment that you're living in, not the house, the apartment that you're living in, it costs you, it runs you $1,700 a month. So really and truly, that $65,000 that you that you bragging on, no, sweetheart, you're check to check. If you miss one payment or if you miss if something goes wrong, you're in a world of trouble. Oh, yeah. Not to mention the amount of money that you spent on bags. The front lace wigs and all this other goofy shit, the same thing to go with black men. Yeah, you running, you riding around here with that big old truck. You might be working at a factory making nineteen dollars an hour. Your truck note is six fifty. Six fifty is your truck note. You mess around and miss one week of work. The numbers are out, ladies and gentlemen. The average wealth for black women is between eight and twenty four, not thousand dollars. Dollars. 
Black men may be at like 100. So we're not out here prospering. We're not out here getting money. When everything is added up, we are doing what? Struggling. We're not following. We're not following the. Uh, the roadblock. I mean, I mean, we're not the roadblock, the road that our ancestors left us. Oh, that's the grass and Ben grew up over that. These people don't even understand that in order to what to survive. You need one another. It's one thing for showing two things for certain. That you could count on. In this earth, in the physical form. The sun to come up and a black person killing another black person. Or some type of crazy ass indication. We don't even have enough nerve to get along with each other. And it seems as though that the only overwhelming code that's being talked about is no snitching. But the only thing that black the black dudes do, the ones that's in the street all day, is swear to God everybody snitching. <laughs> it's dumb. And like that's a false narrative anyway, because who really want to hear about people that's in jail? This is all we talk about. This is it. It's not black men out here that's actually teaching other black men how to do what? Be a man. <laughs> We're too busy. <laughs> We're too busy. Allowing other people to tell our boys. Not how to be men and be protectors. But on what? How to be soft and emotional and say, no, it's okay to be a girl. It's delusional thinking. This is all over the internet. Do we understand that this is the real reason? It's a marketing ploy. If I could get. Think about this, right? How many apples does it take? Really and truly to make a pie, to make an apple pie. The main ingredients is the apples. Right. If I want to have a good apple pie, I need to have a whole lot of apples. And that's what they doing. They telling us that, hey, look. You need to be over here, you need to be over here and you need to be over here. The reason why is because if black women and black men are living separate. Then that means that's going to be the more money that's being paid. The least amount of money that you're going to be able to do what? Save. You're not going to be able to incur and pay down 
your debt if you really, really out here doing it by yourself. Because the last time I checked, two light bills is always more than one. If you living with a group of people. And see, all of this comes back together. See, because if we're not used to even getting along, then how are we going to live together? Somebody is going to get in their feelings and be like, you know what, man? I only had my fan on um, three whole days. And look at and look at the light bill. Y'all want me to pay 20% of that? Y'all the one doing... Man, just pay the 20%, bro. We living in an eight-bedroom, four-bedroom house right now. Just pay the 20%, bro. Now they want to get mad. Now they want to leave. But it's but I promise you this. In that eight-bedroom house, it probably the rent was probably two thousand dollars. But once you get out there and you find, yeah, probably two thousand, maybe even three thousand. But once you get out there and find you something for twelve hundred, and you got to pay all of that by yourself, be like, well, man, at least I got my privacy. No, homie, you're gonna be like, damn. I got my privacy, but I had to pay that cost. Oh yeah, so you willing to pay for that, huh? Instead of you just basically just saying, hey, look here, man, this is my space right here. It's five of us up in here or six of us up in here. And man, the only thing I'm going to do is go to work and come back home. Here go the money right here. Matter of fact, when all of us get paid, we got direct deposit every week. We just finna pay the rent. Until we, you know what I'm saying? You know, we up the bam. Have some type of structure. Only thing we see in the city girls. No disrespect to them. They entertainers and money bag. Yo. No disrespect to money bag. I like their music. But this is not reality for black people. It is more homeless women that are going to be coming up. that have no other options. See, and this is when shit's going to start to hit the hit the real fan. You wonder why. You wonder, wonder why. Over and over and over again, you could go to any. Grocery store. Walmart. Sam's Club. You wonder why the people up in there are starting to get older and older. Because guess what? They don't got nobody to depend on. So that social security check. They really do need that. That extra little 500 to $800 a month that they allowed to make. They really do mean that y'all. Because guess what? They need to survive. And they out here on their own. And they up they are up under the care of who? The government. They want you to die broke. This is something that people ain't talking about, y'all. They want you to die broke. They don't want you to have no ownership of nothing. These handouts that people are talking about, these things come with a price. Imagine working all your life 
And then they call up and say, you know what? You can't have over $2,500 to your name ever. Or if you do, we're going to take this apartment away from you. See, this is what's not on social media. This is why we don't have no time to be out here fighting each other. This is why we need to get from up under this comfortable system that we're under that is manipulating us. This is the reason why that men as themselves. And one more thing that I left out. The responsibility of men is to also care for the who? The elderly. Real men supposed to do that. Oh, yeah. Real men supposed to do that. But see, we're not out here talking about real things, getting contracts with the government. It's a it's it's starting to become a whole group of people that's starting to explore trucking. But ain't nobody trying to build a Facebook. Ain't nobody trying to build an Instagram or build a Twitter. We as a group of people, we're not trying to do that. We're not adapting. We're responding to what these people are putting in front of us. Hello, somebody. This is the reason why that I frown. At rioting. This is the reason why that I don't like uh, large groups of black people to get together. Over one incident. Because all of that energy that we're putting together could be applied somewhere else that could have way more effect. This was the reason why the whole time when Donald Trump was in office, we spent a large percentage of the black community spent their time. And at one point I was one of them. Calling him a what? A racist. I had to change my tune, y'all. I had to wake up. Because calling somebody a racist ain't going to do nothing when your family is starving. That's just going to give you a real damn excuse to be like, you know what? I can't do nothing with these racist ass people. Hmm? When you eating bologna and you want to have steak. When your car, you know what I'm saying? When your car broke down and you want a new car. They ain't going to call that person a racist. ain't going to do it. When you see that woman over there that used to that, that, that you thought that she could make it. But she done been through so much trauma and so much poverty and the damn near ran her crazy. Now she out here dirty. Her clothes and ran down and she out here homeless. We seeing shit like this every single day. And some people think that shit funny. It's not, sweetheart. It's not my guy. That shit ain't funny because guess what? It can happen to you and your family in a blink of an eye. And if the community isn't prepared to take on stuff like this. See, when we talk about when we talk about black homelessness, homelessness, we look to the government for that shit. 
<laughs> we don't even try to take that to task. See, that's the dumb shit that I'm talking about. But we got enough nerves to call these people racist. How in the hell are you going to tell a damn racist to feed you? And clothe you? And guide you? And school you? And educate you? How you going to do that? Everything that comes out. The images. The ideas. We're recycling these things and we're putting them out. We even allow our artists. We're not even holding our artists. Accountable. When these people first start seeing that they on demon time. No, bro. That's not what's happening. Yeah, we allowed it. But see, as usual, I'm going to come with the real. I'm not coming with the fake. I'm going to come with the truth. I'm not coming with the lie. We don't want to revert back to the things that worked. We don't want to revert back to the things that worked. And here's the reason why. Number one is because nobody is leading us down that way. To the things that worked. And number two is looked down upon. Growing your own food is looked down upon. People don't want to take the time. Our community as a whole don't want to take the time to do that. Being innovative and creative, our people don't want to take the time to do that. Social media took that from us. To be to be creators. What? Our people as a whole. No. This shit is damn near taking our soul. A phone that allows us to look at ourselves and project out to the world. I could say a whole lot more today, ladies and gentlemen. But what I will say is, please, 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 you, you and you. Please be careful about the energy that you put out into the world. Because once you put something out into the world, you never know who's paying attention.
I'm I'm going to let you all know a story and then I'm going to be gone. I mow my yard about twice a month, you know, I'm coming up on that um, in a couple days. But I decided that I was going to in my community, I was going to volunteer to um, to mow some yards. Because um, in my community, there are a lot of abandoned homes. And the grass grows up or people just hadn't cut that grass. So I'm going on and knocking on doors. Right down the street from me, probably about four to five doors down, there's a house down there. Grass hasn't been mowed all summer. So I go down there, I knock on one door. Black man comes out. Hey, my guy, how you doing, man? My name's Jerome. I'm just going to, you know, uh, I'm just trying to check on this yard right here, man. Do you know anybody that live there? Does somebody live there? Who walked the band? Is there an old person? Nah, bro, I don't know. Go, go next door. Let them know it was an old it was an old white man, him and his wife. I said, hey, sir, how you doing? I said, my name's Jerome. Uh, I said, I'm really just coming over to check on this check on this property right here. I said, does anybody live there? We had a conversation. And, you know, throughout the conversation, I was like, well, yeah, I live right down the street. He said, oh, yeah. Old white man. He said he's about 80 years old. He said, oh, yeah, we seen you move in about uh. About six years ago. He said, my God, are we happy that you moved down there? I said, you know where I live? He said, yeah. You ride by here all the time. But he also knows that I mow my yard. I never knew that man was paying attention to me. I'm saying this to say this, that things is going on that we put out on social media. We don't know who's paying attention to us. People are trying to do this to get views and a reaction and all of that. But who is really, really watching? And paying attention. Because one thing for sure and two things for certain, I can tell you this much. God has the ability to see social media, too. If it was not so, he wouldn't have allowed it. Be careful. What you're doing and how you do it. Be responsible. Be helpful. Bring a healthy spirit. One more thing. And I'm going to go and get up out of here, y'all. A long time ago, probably like I would say the year 2002, maybe 2003. And I'm not Catholic. And I think I've told this story before. But they stated that they were going to have a specific religious area. Or pope. Or something like that. Some type of parish or whatever it is that they do. To pray. For the Internet. Because they stated at first there was dot com. 
but they stated that there were going to be several forms of the internet to come. And they didn't know what and how was this going to take upon and how it was going to affect the people as a whole. And at the time I was like, oh my God, these people are so damn backwards and so dumb and this and this, and this. this is what I'm saying to myself. Cause I'm reading this, you know, I'm, you know, I used to read the newspaper a whole lot and I'd be down if they didn't predict what was going on. I'm just focusing on the black people today, y'all. We need to do better and we need to clean up not only the images that we put on social media, but what's going on in our household, in our community. Man, I'd like to thank y'all again for tuning in to the Chicken and Kool-Aid podcast. Definitely has been a pleasure speaking with you all today. Um, If y'all want to check me, y'all want to be a part of the show, if y'all disagree, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not hard to find. Um, you can email me at virtualhustle77 at gmail.com. Um, you can leave me a message. Y'all can support the channel. Share, you know, share the podcast. If I sound crazy, if I sound stupid, if I sound whatever, uneducated, or if I'm off base, hey, let me know. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem um, being a part of anything. Peace and blessings to y'all again. Thanks again for tuning in. Tell your family and loved ones you love them because you never know when the last time that, you, that it is you're going to see or talk to them. God bless.